us tonight is the CEO of the Savings Institute, Mr. Gerald Mwandiambira. A very good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Kami. How are you? And good evening to all the Radio 2000 listeners. I'm awesome. Thank you. And now let, let's look at the issue of, of retirement. Now, in South Africa, what, what is the official retirement age? Well, the official retirement age in South Africa is 55. Um, I think most people think it's 65, actually. It's 55, and most people can take um, compulsory retirement at the age of 65. So most people... Although they have the option to retire at 55, tend to work longer into the 60 and 65 range, mainly because you know, retirement should be something that is planned. And tell me, the problem is that we are Africans and we come from uh, a culture where parents were traditionally looked after by children. And therefore, we are struggling with all these new retirement products and planning for retirement because it was never the African way. Children were your retirement policy. And that's why you're finding that the majority of black South Africans, when they retire, simply don't have enough to look after themselves. You you know, Gerald, you're talking there about the compulsory retirement age being 65. But I'm looking at the political sphere, and a, a lot of our political leaders are way over that. Oh, no, there's a bit of a difference. Basically, for elected officials, there's no retirement age. So for politicians, retirement ages don't apply. But for normal civil servants, for example, people who work for government, they have to retire um, at 65 by law. Um, but if obviously if they're elected officials, despite the fact that they might be earning an income, they are not affected by the retirement age. Mm, so in, in order to maintain working after the age of 65, you've got to be an elected official. That's really, really interesting. But um, let's look Let's look at, uh, Gerald, some of the retirement packages which are available on the market. What, what options do people have? Well, the first option, which is widely um, spoken about, is called a retirement annuity or a pension, uh, pension product. Basically, if you're employed, you either have a provident or a pension fund, and often what this means is that you're putting money in every month throughout your working career. And when you retire, this money is then given to you as a lump sum. And you buy another product, which is called an annuity or a pension. And that will pay you out a monthly amount, which will, should sustain you for the rest of your life. Now, you can also top up your provident and pension funds at work with what they call a retirement annuity, which is simply a private type of vehicle which does exactly the same thing. For provident and pension funds, there has to be an employer-employee relationship. And for retirement annuity, it's for someone who is not employed. So you could be self-employed or simply want to top up on your retirement. This is the simplest product when you look at retirement in that you're putting in money and you can calculate how much you'll get at the end of it. But it's not always perhaps as the most efficient but for someone who really doesn't want to think a lot about retirement and simply wants peace of mind, probably you'd start with the retirement community. And, and how guaranteed are these sums of money that you are projecting you will get? <laughs> Excellent question, Tani. Now, the guarantee is the tricky bit. Um, up to around 2000, we used to have what they were called defined a benefit scheme. Those were guaranteed. Basically, the employer said, you're going to get X million when you retire. Um, it had nothing to do with the market. You were guaranteed you could rest assured you were going to get that money. They changed 
um, to a different system for, for the most to defined contribution. Where it's, I mean, you put in money, but it depends on how the market performs. The reason they moved away from defined benefits to defined contribution is that whenever there were shortfalls, i.e. the market did not perform, the employer had to top up and use their money, and they felt that um, they couldn't manage that. However, there are a few defined benefit schemes around, and the biggest is probably the government employees' pension fund. So that's why that one is a very attractive pension fund, because it's guaranteed. So if you're in the GEPS, the amount which they say you're going to get, you will get it regardless of what the markets do. Um, For all other employees, it's a defined contribution scenario where it's not guaranteed. Definitely not guaranteed, which is another point, Tani, because most of us take out these products and we put them in the bottom drawer and we don't look at it again until we're 60. And then it's with a, defined con- with, a, with a defined contribution, you need to sit with a financial planner every year and you need to pretty much monitor and make sure that you are on track because the challenge now is that we're simply living much longer. So for someone who's worked 40 years in their life from the age of, let's say, 25, 65, there is a high chance that you can live to 90 or 95, which means that you will need exactly the same amount you earned while you are working to keep you going after retirement. And if you do the math, that means that you need to be saving quite a bit of your income throughout your working career. Um, it's used to be generally said you needed 15% to get by, and in those days, the equity markets um, we were doing about 20 or 30%. So basically, you, you could save 15% of your salary and you'd pr- pretty much be fine for retirement. Equity markets are not performing like they used to. You need to be saving 20 to 25% of your monthly salary towards your retirement. So you need to be saving between 15 to 20% of your monthly salary in order for you to get what you're earning now, at least, or at least to maintain your standard of living. That's correct. Not 15, Tammy. 20 to 25. It used to be 15. I mean, so for many of us who are working right now, who've been working a long time, they say, no, but when I said to that guy, he said 15%. It was 15% then because we were getting the double the market return from the stock market. The market returns have halved, which means that we now need to be saving almost twice the same amount to end up with the same results. And it's exactly as you explained it, Sami. It's so that you can maintain or at least receive the same income you are getting when you require when you retire. Because the magic word when you retire is the I word. It's called income. That's the only thing you need to ask. No matter how clever the advisor is, how clever the planner is, ask them how much income can I expect when you retire. And the first product we've spoken about is the retirement annuity. It's not always the greatest one for income, but it gives you that peace of mind if you're the kind of person who doesn't want to spend all your life worrying about numbers and what's happening. And there's a number of other options which you can consider at retirement. All right. So we spoke about the retirement annuity, which will give you a guaranteed amount. And uh, you, which one is the is it the pension fund that will give you uh, an amount that is related to how the markets perform? Well, no. Retirement annuity and pension fund is exactly the same thing. Basically, what we're saying, in terms of knowing whether you get a guaranteed amount, you need to be in what they call a defined benefit fund. And for the, for the most, all our listeners right now, unless you're in the government employees' pension fund, you're not on a defined benefit. You're on a defined contribution. Your pension will, will, will be determined by how the markets perform and how much you're contributing 
every month. So that's what we need to be doing. That it's not guaranteed. Retirement is definitely not guaranteed unless you're in the government employees pension fund. And even if you're in the GEPF, you choose the amount when you join. So you can't suddenly halfway through decide you wanted to go up. Um, you know, it will significantly increase your contribution. But the main thing is retirement is your responsibility. What you put in is what you get out. I, I'm wondering, let me open up the lines on 089-110-2000. Are you getting from your retirement amount what you had expected? Have you been disappointed with the amount of money that you've been getting? Uh, have you been perhaps ill-informed? Um, have you come across a couple of hurdles that you want to bring up right now that we should be aware of as we are selecting our retirement uh, products to serve us in a time when we are no longer able to work? Gerald, now when's a good time for one to start saving for retirement? And I guess, man, let me put the question this way as well. When is it too late? Okay, it's never, it's never too late and it's never too early. Believe it or not, you can take out a retirement product for a baby. Now, if you did that for a baby, you can get end up with some amazing values um, in terms of how much they'll have at retirement. And, I, and I'll do some calculations while you are maybe taking some calls, and I'll give them to our listeners so they can understand that it's the power of how long you're saving. One of the biggest things which you did speak about is misinformation. Now, you must remember that until a few years ago, the financial advice industry was not regulated. It was not even uh, governed by any law, and anyone could really become a financial advisor. And that was one of the biggest challenges, because when I talk to you, Tammy, about retirement, and then I say, Tammy, how much would you want when you retire? You're going to look at me and say, Gerald, well, I'm a lady who wants to live a good life. Let's say I want five million rand. Now, there's a big problem with that five million because the five million rand you have told me today, Tommy, is five million rand in how you see it today. And we call it present value. However, when you retire, not tomorrow, it's in a few years' time. So the five million needs to be calculated to a value which represents five million today because we're talking today and that's a future value. Now, typically what's happening now is that a lot of people who are planning their retirement, let's say in 1994, they had 20 years to retirement and they said, no, me, I want 2 million rand when I retire. And 2 million rand in 1994 was a fantastic amount. You could buy a house in Santon for 200,000. So you would have plenty of money. But the problem is because you're dealing with someone who was a previously a car salesman or somebody who was not adequately trained, they misinformed you and they put you into a retirement product, which was going to give you 2 million rand in 2016, for example. Now, here's the challenge. 2 million rand in 2016 is not the same as 2 million rand in 1994. Mm -hmm. If someone had known, they would have said, okay, 2 million rand in 1994 is actually about 8 or 9 million rand in 2016. You would have been saving the correct amount. And the biggest frustration I'm finding when I speak to clients, because I also am a financial planner, is that people say, I wasn't told. I said I wanted two million. It was up to this guy. He should have known that two million won't be the same in the future. So it's important when you're talking retirement to ask the planner as well, are you giving me a present value, which is how much it's worth today, or are you giving me a future value? Because present value in 1985, a loaf of bread was one rand. Future value, a loaf of bread in 2017 is 15 rand. And you need to be very clear because retirement is talking about numbers 
far in the future. You need to understand that. You need to talk to someone who understands the difference between present value, future value, and can calculate the two and compare them. Gerald, what an important point that, that you've made, because we have to factor in the issue of inflation here. But how does one determine the amount of money they should be putting aside? And how do you project to a future value when all you have is the present? Well, often what we do is I'll take your current income, for example, and then I'll have to factor in inflation. Because let's say inflation is at 6%, I'll say no, 6%. We all know it's more than 6 Maybe let's work at 10%. But I factor in your current income, increase it by 10% every year, assuming inflation doesn't go crazy, so that in the future you can at least match your amount which we have now. But it also is determined by how well the underlying investment you put your money into performs. This is why you can't walk blindly with retirement. If your retirement values were not set down and calculated and you are guessing because you said I want to pay 200 rand a month towards my retirement. 200 rand a month when you look at it in the future and then you work it backwards it becomes problematic in that it's not a lot of money because um, it won't be enough. So we need to stop being people who think about the future, saying, I want to retire based on what I can afford. The whole process of wealth creation and planning for retirement is about sacrifice. If you are not willing to sacrifice today for a better future tomorrow, it's likely that you are going to be one of those people who, when you retire or leave work, you are very upset. And I've met people, <laughs> they get upset. Some people end up with strokes and illness because you realize suddenly that I've worked 40 years and these people are giving me 500000 It's a joke. And yeah. it doesn't sound right. But it's often because we also have to realize that the onus is on ourselves to know what the future holds. And yes, we can blame it on apartheid. We can blame it on our Bantu education, which didn't tell us to ask these questions. But you're listening to Radio 2000 right now with Gerald and Tani. You can't say you haven't heard it. Now you know. Tomorrow you need to check those values. Be sure that you're going to get the income you expect because retirement is not lotto. Retirement is planned. And if you look at the numbers, they say 6 to 7% of South Africans retire comfortably. The unfortunate thing is that 90 to 95% of that 6% is Avelu because they knew all along, let's start getting that knowledge so that we know that there's different opportunities and different vehicles. So a pension fund, provident fund, retirement annuity, same thing. It's a nice vehicle. You can plan for retirement. But to me, that's the lazy option. That's the easy option. There's other things we can also look and talk about for planning our retirement. And, and we'll talk about those in a moment. Let's chat to Gordon in Pulukwane. Gordon, good evening. Uh, how are you, Tony? I'm very well. Thank you so much for holding. You've been holding for quite a while. Please go ahead, sir. Yeah. Norman, um, I, I, I'm actually a very young person. Yeah? You're... And I'm a young person. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, in my mid-twenties. Um, so now I'm listening to the show and I'm hearing Gerald speaking and I'm actually cut to my heart to realize that as, as, as young South Africans, you know what Gerald is speaking about. You don't really care. Honestly speaking, that's the unfortunate part. Especially 25-year-old, 26-year-old, it's very painful to realize that we, especially the issue of retirement and whatnot, you don't even think about it. That's it's right. Very difficult. It's very difficult. If you think about it, honey, if it's difficult for me just to save money to survive a month, mm. 
I just get paid, for example, this is the situation with you. We get paid on the 31st, for example. By the 15th of the next month, we are already asking for 100 grand. That's for petrol. That's right. So, so you see, it's unfair just to pay for a month. For me to think about 35 years from now, 25 years from now, it's, it's just, it's, it's just it's, it's too much for me. And I don't know what's going on. Because there's a saying mm. says, you know, we only live once. And it's not, it's, I, I want to clarify this thing. It's not a saying, it's actually a reality. We are living like that. We're actually mm. living like, we don't, we don't really take into account what's going to happen. Because when Gerard is speaking, it's actually cutting me to my heart to say, but where have I been all along? What What's going on with me? Like, what? What's wrong with me? Like, mm. I, I just wanted to say that. Time. Gordon, I thank you so much for your call. And I mean, I, I hear your heart. And what's awesome is that you're 25 years old. And this is a conversation that does move you. I mean, as Gerald was saying, sacrifice today for a better future tomorrow. But Gerald, how would you advise um, somebody like Gordon and, and other young people who are basically, you know, struggling to even make ends meet now, let alone the future. And and also, what about the issue of this high unemployment rate in our country? Mm, where does mm. it, where does it leave those who are not even mm. able to to pay their rent every month or mm. eat every month or even contribute to any sort of a, a pension fund? What about them? Well, the, the unfortunate reality is that unless you have an income, yes, retirement is. It's the last thing on your mind. You need to have at least an income. Now, um, Gordon is a young man and he's 25. Now, I'll do a quick calculation in my head, um, but it'll, I've done it before. So 25 years old, let's say Gordon says he wants 15 million rand when he retires, and he's currently 25 years old. If he starts saving at 20, he only needs to save 350 rand. He'll have 15 million rand in the future, okay? If he starts saving at 25, it goes up to about 700 to 800 rand a month. Mm. If he waits until he's 30, that amount suddenly goes up to about 1.5 to 1.6 a month. Mm. If he waits until he's 35, because he's saying, you know what, I just don't have time for this. Wait another five years, now suddenly almost 3.8 thousand rand a month you need to save to have that same 15 million which he could have started saving at 20 at 350 rand or currently at 25 at 700. If he waits until it's 40, ha, now danger territory. You're looking at 9.2, 9.3 thousand um, rand per month. 45, you can comfortably double that up goes up to about 20,000. So every five years, <laughs> uh, you Gerald, you are the bearer of bad news. I mean, I'm no, sure no, a lot no. of people are like having palpitations right no, now. No, no, no. It's, it's the truth. Every five years you delay saving means that the amount you need to start saving at that point needs to be double the amount you started saving five years below. Before that, remember, if he started saving at 25, that 700 is the same all his life. He doesn't need to change or increase it. If he waits until he's 30, it's now almost 1.5, and it doesn't change. It's the same all his life. So the difference is about starting early, and it's important to start early because time works in your favor in terms of the compounding of the interest. So that's why most people, they're 20s, they're enjoying life. You're right. I don't care about retirement. I don't even have a wife. I don't even have a child. By the time you hit your 30s, children, wifey, everything is happening. You're too busy paying school fees and bonds. 
And most people start really thinking about retirement in their 40s, at which point, you heard me, you're already looking at contributions of 10,000 plus to get the kind of income which you're already earning in your 40s. And you say, ah, this is too crazy, I'm not even going to waste my time. And, and unfortunately, the reality is that we need to discipline ourselves into learning to realize that we need to start saving as little as possible. Remember, as, I said, and, 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 and as soon as possible. Let's take a really quick break. Uh, Gerald, KGM, I see you. Mfundo, I see you. Thomas, I see you. We'll be chatting to you in a moment. Join us this Thursday on Top Billing as Hollywood icon Antonio Banderas tests his oh-so-tempting new fragrance on Genie D. Can Jonathan and Cosmo's sexiest man, Tiro Mosete, survive the fire water which made Hrut Mariko so famous? And Jade discovers the nighttime carnival of art and flavor that is First Thursdays. That's Top Billing, this Thursday night at 8.30 on SABC3. The stage is yours. Join the journey with SABC3. Come sail with us from Durban to Portuguese Island on the weekend of the 23rd of February 2018 for three days of inspiration, enlightenment and enjoyment on the MSC Sinfonia cruise ship. Real Talk with Anele and Trending SA will be on board interviewing amazing guests as well as other guest speakers from all walks of life, business, politics, finance, sports, entertainment, the arts and more. Cabin prices start from as little as 4,187 rand per person sharing a four-sleeper cabin. T's and C's apply. Visit thejourneycruise.co.za and click on the Book Now button and secure your cabin today with a 3,000 rand per cabin deposit. Balance of payment is only due 75 days before departure. The Journey, brought to life by SABC3. The stage is yours. Watch EFC Live this Saturday. Durban's favorite fighting son, Wesley Hawking, faces a foreign threat as he takes on the undefeated British warrior, Jay Cuccinello, and heavyweights collide as knockout king Vessel Mostert clashes with the heavy hands of Ricky Macholas. EFC Durban, this Saturday at Sabaya. Watch it live on SABC3 at 9 p.m. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Radio 2000 gives gives you the edge. It's exactly 8.48 on Radio 2000 Talk. It's Money Matters. We are talking all things retirement related. And Gerald Mwandiambira is our guest uh, and advisor uh, this evening as he takes us through the various options that are available. But we are taking your calls on 089-110-2000. KGM, thank you for holding. Good evening. Good evening, Tommy. Good evening to, to your guest and the listeners. Good evening, KGM. Let me put a, a spanner to to what your guest is talking about, Tommy. Mm. Um, you, you would know, the listeners would know, I don't believe in, in this system. I believe it's flawed. And as such, I have made it my, my life business to, uh, I would say, against all odds, work against the system because I believe that it is flawed. Now, I, 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 for instance, don't believe in, in what he's talking about. This saving story, I just believe it's hogwash. And, and this is how I do it. If, if, for instance, should you die, come to me. Should you die, that, that's your insurance people. They come to you and they say, Tani, um, 
we we want to calculate this investment. By the time you get to 50 years or whatever the retirement age is, we're going to charge you this much. I take that and I open a bank account. I call it whatever the name of the, of the, of the whether it's, a, it's an investment or a retirement annuity, call it that. You, you put that money uh, based on, on your own calculations. I, I agree with him when he talks about how to calculate the number of years that are left, but you can include your own percentage. You don't have to be dictated to by uh, some colonial structure which, which talks to the profits of what that company is going to, to add. And I can tell you, having done this over the past 20 years, when I compare to somebody who bought a, a retirement annuity 20 years ago, I mean, I'm sitting and I'm smiling all the way compared to that person. So the question becomes, why would I take my money and give it to entity whatever because they so-called have a reputation? And we see what their reputation does. I mean, you've you just been talking about the scandals that are in the accounting uh, systems right now. With all the guarantees, why shouldn't we encourage our people to say, formulate your own, take that which is beneficial from their system, but formulate your own system. That is, that talks to your. That, there was a caller that makes made me very emotional. Who talked about you talking about saving? I don't even have. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say. Now, if 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 we're going to allow people who have AK 47s and they've given us, uh, uh, I don't know what skidrakera again, I don't know what it's called, or somebody who has a who gives you a bicycle and they get into a, a flight and they say let's let's fly to to Cape Town. When they get to Cape Town, they say, you're lazy. You, you had a donkey cart. It's a mode of transport. We all have been traveling. We arrived here in two hours. You came here in 20 days. Now, that, that, that's the system. That's what the system has done to us. We, we, can we not be shallow to buy into what they have already given to us? Can we use our own situations and circumstances to say, looking at the reality of us as indigenous Africans, how does this talk to our socioeconomic conditions? Is it realistic? Is it not? And I can tell you now, Tami, most of the products that they design, whether you're talking financial systems, you're talking insurance let, systems, let, let's, let's do this, KGM, uh, because time is not on our side. Give us one yes. example of a, a system that you yourself have created that, that is working for you. Make, make this practical for, for us. Okay. Insurance... Uh, no, no. Let, let me do the the popular one. Medical aid. They come to they come to me and say, uh, I don't want to call names. We we're gonna charge you five hundred rand, and you've got benefits A, B up to Z. I take that five hundred rand, put it into into a bank account, a savings account, and looking at, at obviously you 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 market you look into what bank can give you more return on your investment. You open a twenty one uh, caller caller account or twenty one notice day twenty thirty one uh, a day account. You put that 500 rand exactly the same way that you have been putting it into the medical aid. I promise you, the return on investment, medical aid mm. is going to tell you, oh, we can only pay for, for this. You've exhausted your medical aid. You, you can only test your eyes and get 1,000 rand. Whereas you're testing your eyes and getting the, the, the glasses is going to cost you more. Now, if you compare what the, the, the savings account gives you and what as as the interest. medical aid gives you, mm. the interest is, is mm. unbelievably... The, the difference is, is humongous, and that's the one that I can tell okay. people. All right, thank you. Th- thank you so much, uh, KGM, for that. But I mean, I, I suppose that would work only for a medical savings account. That wouldn't really work 
for when you've got to go in into hospital and get admitted and then you've got major operations that need to be performed. Mm. You know, so and that's a completely uh, you know different kettle of fish because I don't believe that any of us are really able to save that mm. much cash. And you never know, uh, you know, how many thousands of rands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of rand you might need for, you know, whether it's, you know, dialysis mm. or or, or, mm. or whatever heart operation that you might need mm. to have. So I guess what KJM is saying would work really well for a medical savings account. Um, but not really so much for you know something that requires you to be to be admitted. Uh, Gerald, your thoughts mm. on on that on on uh, KGM's think, uh, comments? Look, K, KG, KGM is talking what we really need to be talking. I think um, with respect to him, this is not hogwash. There's a lot of options, and we discussed one option today, which was a pension fund about retiring. But what we need to do as black people is really start knowing all the options that are available. I can tell KGM right now that a savings account is not the best vehicle to save in because there's different other types of vehicles to save in. But then that was the one that works with him, which is why you need to go sit to the financial planner because they match your goals with what you need. So when someone, I, I remember at the beginning, I said clearly, a retirement annuity is probably the laziest and the most inefficient way of saving towards retirement. I'll give you an example, because if you have a million rand after tax when you retire, Tommy, and you go and buy a pension from one of the big companies, you're going to end up getting an income of about four to 5,000 rand a month. And if I told you right now, Tani, you know in your head, no, but if I had a million, you know, I could build rooms and actually earn more than 4,000 exactly. a month. That would exactly. work more for me. But those are different options. These are the things you need to understand. If you are lazy and not willing to think about it, get the easiest product. That is the pension fund. If you're somebody who's more in tune with your finances, like KGM, he's, he said, I don't need medical aid. I'm healthy. And I pray for him. And God willing, he will stay healthy because if he has a major accident, they're going to ask for a million rand. Otherwise, he will have to go to a state hospital. But then that's also a choice he's made. Maybe he said, you know what? I trust my government and I'm fine with going to a state hospital. But the most important thing, KGM, is that you've made your own choices. The problem we have is that we are not making any choices and we're living life without understanding that I can invest in a retirement and mutual pension fund. I can invest in a Gerald, what I'd like us to do is I'd like us... Sorry, Gerald. I'd like us next week to go into these various options. I know you did say that there are other ways of saving for retirement, but next week let's unpack these other ways and other creative ways in order to to in, ensure that we get what we want when we retire. But let's give Mfundo an opportunity. Who's calling us from Durban? Mfundo, good evening. Oh, you sound like. Uh, where are you, Mfundo? Oh, the, the line is the line is so bad. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, that's much better. What you did now, that works. Please continue. Ah, uh, no, it's just that I, I know. Mfundo. Yes, yes, I'm Okay, we. Uh, can you hear me now? Please go ahead, sir. No, just that this thing of funeral, funeral car, they gave us. Uh, they give us too much airtime. Our, our, our parents. Mm. Um, I'm so sorry. We had to, um, you know, cut that call off. We couldn't hear you at all, Gerald. As as we round up uh, this evening, I think perhaps let's round up on the conventional retirement options. Mm. 
and then next week we'll talk about the various other options like mm-hmm. you know property and other ways that one could mm-hmm. save for their retirement I think I will end on a spiritual note, Tommy. My people perish because of the lack of knowledge. And all we're doing today is starting to unpack the options. What works for you will depend specifically on you and your lifestyle, your children, the choices you have made in your life. But yes, the first one we've spoken about today is the classic retirement vehicle called known as a pension fund or a provident fund or also as a retirement annuity where you save for a number of years and when you finish saving, you buy a product and it gives you a certain income a month. Personally, I feel it's very inefficient, but I would not let someone walk around with nothing and be naked and not be covered. So this is the beginning. This is the lower building block. We will get more complex into the other options, which will involve you being a lot more active. A retirement annuity is a passive investment. You have to do nothing except pay. The other types of investments, you need to be involved. And I want us to start realizing we all have choices and you must not be fooled into thinking retirement annuity is the only thing there is. And obviously, yes, Tammy, we'll unpack the other options as the weeks go by. Let's empower ourselves. Let's get that knowledge we need so that we can create wealth. Because wealth is measured in time, and hence even the Bible says you shall leave an inheritance for your children's children. And it's important to start realizing that what you are doing today is often not for yourself. Mm. It's for the children who you have raised. And we'll leave it on that note.